to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for goneboss. We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? An in-person lunch and learn. I love the in-person, and I really like lunch. I know. Schaefer always does a good job with lunch. They do. They do. So, excellent. Well, this is on Thursday, April 13th from 1130 to 1, and it's called Speak with Confidence. Ooh, so if you're not a confident speaker, this is this the, is one, the one, one for to you. Yes. Whether leading a small group or giving a keynote address, speaking from the front of the room can bring fear into the hearts of many. This session will focus on the skills you need to speak persuasively and improve your professional presence. We'll discuss what it means to communicate effectively while engaging your audience through your talk. You know, I'm a horrible public speaker, so you I are probably not should attend as this. bad as you think you are. I think I'm really bad. So I want everybody to join me there. Absolutely. So yes. we can learn how to... Uh, be all awesome I, up on stage. You know, the first time I had to speak from a stage was when I was a pastor's wife and I had to give announcements one time. Yeah, just announcements. Just announcements. Literally like two minutes saying the youth group is doing this and the whoever's doing this. I broke out into hives. <laughs> like literally, I threw up and I broke out into hives. So oh my like, gosh. And that was just to give the That was just to give the announcements to a bunch of people that I knew and liked me and it made me, I, it was not fun. But now I'm much better. I, I do not like talking in front of a room full of people. Well, yeah. But I could talk to, you know, thousands of people on the radio because they weren't in front of me. Well, and into like thin air. Like talking yeah. like talking on the radio is different than talking to a person. So yeah, and like singing on stage is different than talking on stage. But anyway, I got better. When is this? This is Thursday, April thirteenth. And guess who the presenter is? Oh who? Peggy Sanova, our friend. Oh, we love her. It's going to be even better. And she does excellent presentations there. and speaks very well. So she is one to learn from. So be there or be square. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Kelly Batchelor with the Muncie Public Library. Welcome. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. I'm excited to be here. Nice. Now tell me about, what's your title? I am the Adult Services Supervisor at the Muncie Public Library. Okay. What does the Adult Services Supervisor do? I handle everything at the library that involves the adults. Well, everything at Marrying Hunt Library okay. that involves adults and adult programming, it I do the ordering for the nonfiction books. I do the graphic novel ordering and the video games. Okay. And I make sure that adults have whatever they need when they come into the library to do whatever they need to do. Excellent. What do people, I mean, I know people come to the library for books, obviously. Mm -hmm. What other things do they do at the library? Oh my goodness, so many different things. So a lot of people come into the library for computer use. Some people come in just because they want a quiet place to hang out. We have a group that comes in and plays chess. We have book clubs and creative things you can do. Often we have a craft that people can come in and do. 
all kinds of different things. Yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing you can't do at the library. Okay. Nice. I personally love libraries. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a librarian and then life took me other places. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. My favorite thing when I was a kid, you know, this was back in the day before mm-hmm. everything was electronic because you had like the card, your library card and they stamped it yeah. and everything. I love that. And it was my favorite when I got so many stamps, I had to get a new library <gasps> card. And that was like a big deal in our house. And like my mom and dad, they take us to get like ice cream or something when we got a new library card because we'd read so many books. So I have fond memories of libraries when I was a kid. So tell me about your family. What's your family like? So... My father is a network engineer for AMA. Okay. Um, my mom has been a caregiver for my grandmother the past several years. She recently passed, so now my mom is transitioning to just being at home mm-hmm. and stuff. I have a sister who is eight years older than me and a brother-in-law that I have known since I was eight. Okay. <laughs> so he is very much just like a brother. Um, they have four kids and pretty close okay great I love that it's great so what do you like to do for fun I like doing cosplay and going to conventions and doing improv oh all right that's fun do you have a favorite character to cosplay as or just anybody oh my goodness I have over like 20 different costumes it's really hard all right Um, that's all right I gotta say my favorite person to cosplay as would have to be Sora from Kingdom Hearts just because he's a very fun character very energetic and just gets to bring joy to people okay that's fun I like I like that so are you a big anime comic very graphic novel person you seem like you might be if you're into uh dressing up and cosplay and all that so oh yeah awesome so how did you get started working in the library or your career path how'd you get started well, as a teenager, I, I grew up in Wapahani. Okay. Um, so over at Selma. And I wanted more friends that liked reading and anime and stuff. So I started going to the library for okay. an anime club. Hey, that's cool. I mean, if there's a place to find people who like to read, it would be the library. Yeah. <laughs> and that was actually some of the first times that I really got to be in a library was when I was a young teenager. And... The youth services supervisor there was like, oh, you're here a lot one summer and invited me to volunteer for them. And so I volunteered every week for three years until they hired me. Okay. You just keep sticking around. Yep. <laughs> nice. So you, was that in Wapahani or was that here in Muncie? I was here in Muncie. Okay, yep. perfect. It was right. over at the Kennedy Library. Okay, nice. And so you just kind of worked your way up from there. Perfect. Yes, I did. I love it. So you're relatively new to your supervisor position. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a a new position? Yes. Okay. This is, I became the adult services supervisor in October. Okay. And I was the circulation supervisor since January of last okay. year. Okay. All right. So, so it's only really been a year that I've been a supervisor and I've been gearing up for this yeah. for several years. So I'm really excited to actually get to run my department the way I want to run it. Excellent. So what's something you wish you had known when you were first starting out? I wish I would have known that you could specialize as like different things. Okay. Like being a Pokemon librarian. Okay. There was a position open not that long ago where Nintendo and was just like, 
hey, we're looking for someone to catalog all of the Pokemon stuff. I wish I would have known that because <laughs> that would have been a really awesome job. Yeah, I mean, that is a pretty cool job. Yeah, we've got our kiddos, all of their lives have been into super into Pokemon. And so, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's like a gig, man. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love what I do. But right. But yeah. that would have been nice to know at the beginning. Well, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon? Ooh. Uh, that's a hard question. Chikorita. It wasn't on the list. Chikorita? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know hardly any. I know okay. Squirtle. I think he's Squirtle's cute. That's all right. <laughs> Chikorita was my first Pokemon, so okay. it's a well, really easy it's one. It's got a special place in your heart then, I suppose. Yeah. What's your favorite band or artist? Taylor Swift. Okay. For her lyricism. Okay. That, she is a great writer. Oh my goodness. Her songs just sometimes just hit really hard. Yeah. That's, yeah. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I'm a night owl. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I'm nice. more awake at night than I am in the morning. <laughs> Sounds good. Have you ever met anyone famous? Yes, multiple people. Okay, I go to conventions okay. a lot. Well, yeah, I guess you have them. Yeah, and a lot of times at conventions, you get to meet celebrities and stuff. In December, I actually got to meet Jodie Whittaker, okay. who is the female doctor okay. from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. She is the she just passed on the title, mm-hmm. and she's one of my favorite doctors. Okay, excellent. Do you have a favorite like convention you go to? It's hard because there's a lot of different conventions that do a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. I got to say, probably one of my favorites is going to a convention in Evansville called EvilCon. Okay. Um, It's an anime convention, but I do a lot of panels there, and I do a lot of programming and improv comedy shows and skits, and I run a group of 15 people to do improv in front of crowds of a couple hundred people oh wow that's fun so is that a local troupe or is it something that all come together just for for the cons we come together for the cons okay fun nice so when you're on your panels what do you talk about in panels are you there as a librarian or as a i'm comic book enthusiast i'm there as an enthusiast i'm it's mostly in character improv okay so we dress up as the characters and then act as them doing ridiculous skits and games and just having fun. Cool. We typically run two hour long panels at a time and that's a long improv session. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, this year I'm running five hours of panels. Oh wow. So okay. Well yeah. that that'll be fun and it keeps you on your toes and yes. creative and all that good stuff. So cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Jurassic Park. Oh, nice. It has been my favorite movie since I was like a toddler. That is what they would put on to put me to sleep at night. <laughs> the original? The, number, the original. Number one? Okay. Yes, the original with Dr. Alan Grant. Absolutely. We just watched that with our nine-year-old, and she was like, I don't want to watch it. This is going to be dumb. And we're like, just no, so good. watch it. And then by the end, she was like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's not to like? It's dinosaurs and awesomeness, right? right? Yeah. I used to want to be a paleontologist. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's cool. What's your hidden talent? Sewing and woodworking. Okay. I do a lot of that with my cosplay stuff. Well, I bet you have to. You have to do you make your own costumes? Absolutely. I compete in a master's level cosplay competitions. So I have to make my Right. Stuff You're not just and... buying it from like Amazon or whatever. No, no, no. no, no I'm no. making it completely from scratch down to the shoes. Okay. So how how do you make shoes? Well, I start with a base. I usually go to Goodwill and just pick 
whatever shoe whatever. base that looks good. And okay. Then I cut it apart and sew it back together. Oh, okay. Do you have a favorite thing to sew? Or just cost all your costumes? I would say, yeah, I it, every costume's different and I try to do different things with every single one of them. Okay. So there's not really a specific thing that's my favorite. I guess I really like hand beading okay, for my costumes. Tedious work. Very tedious work. <laughs> what do you do with your woodworking? I make props for my costumes. Okay. All right. So nice. I'll make like giant weapons or... Whatever your costume Just whatever needs. I need. Okay. Pretty cool. I like that. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. I really want to travel to Greece and visit the Acropolis of Athens. Oh, okay. Nice. I saw this summer, like eight different people I knew were in Greece. I'm like, well, this must be the year to travel to Greece. I don't know. But nice. Perfect. It just looks so beautiful. And oh, yeah. It looks amazing. Like I would love to go and just eat, eat my way through everywhere but oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the history aspect mm-hmm. of it and the greek gods and stuff i just especially athena i love it awesome cool what gets you truly excited about life cosplay and helping people okay well you <laughs> it sounds like you're in the right job for that yes yeah, absolutely what's your favorite part about working at the library that i get to make positive impacts on people every single day and i love that Because that really intrinsically motivates me. Mm -hmm. What does success mean to you? Success is when I can make someone's life just a little bit easier. As long as I can make someone's life a little bit easier, I feel successful. So since you're at the library, what are some of the new programs and things that are happening? Well, we are having a new program where we're partnering with Lifestream and doing a program called Tales and Travel. It is a memory care program for people who have dementia and Alzheimer's, and we give the caregivers a place to go and chat and do whatever they need to do, and they're with our live stream partner, and we go in with our patrons, and we read stories from a different country, and we look at pictures, and we really get to just interact and socialize, which is something that a lot of people really need Mm -hmm. is to socialize and have some memory care as well to help keep the memory going and Mm -hmm. keep the brain active. And socialization also really helps with that and helps keeping the brain active mm-hmm. and healthy okay yeah and engaged engaged and everything so yeah. cool oh, I, that's an excellent program i like that yeah. are there any other programs and fun things happening at the library well, we have a teen sewing club where i'm teaching teens how to sew oh what, what are you teaching them how to sew whatever just, they want what <laughs> yeah really whatever they want um just silly projects to get them to know how to use a sewing machine. We got a grant from Kiwanis for a couple of sewing machines. And now we have more more kids than sewing machines. Okay. So it's really awesome. That's a good problem to have. It is a great problem to have. So we have to rotate kids out for uh, time with the machine. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be having an adult sewing program here oh, coming up exciting. that I'm really excited about. Well, that's fun. A lot of us love sewing at the library I, and being able to teach that skill is awesome. 
Yeah, because a lot of people aren't learning it at home or I don't even know if they have home ec in school anymore. Yeah. They probably don't. They definitely don't call it that anymore. <laughs> but and also sewing machines are expensive. Yeah, and, and the supplies are, you know, it's not cheap. Fabric isn't cheap and all of that. No. And I used to, a long, long time ago, because I am 100 years old on the inside, I used to be part of a sewing, a uh, quilting group. And we would make little quilts for babies and we'd give them to hospitals and things like that. And oh, that's really so fun. So I know how to quilt. I only know how to sew in straight lines. That's the only thing I know how to do. You know, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. My daughter says, Mom, can you make me a dress? I'm like, I don't think that's I That's mostly straight lines. I mean, it's mostly straight lines, but it's Just also like, patterns and things and whatever. And I don't know how to do any of that. But so that's fun. Come well, to the program. I might teach come you. to the program. That'd be fun. So the city of Muncie is prepping up to do an eclipse Oh like for yes. the eclipse. Yeah. So is that is that is the eclipse this year? Eclipse is next year. Okay, I thought so. All it right. is in April of 2024. Okay. And Muncie's gonna be doing something real big. I'm really excited about it. I've heard lots of people, different organizations and groups talking about what are we gonna do for the eclipse. So that's yes, gonna yes, be yes. exciting. So stay on the lookout on the horizon for whatever's coming that way for for the eclipse that'll be fun oh yeah yeah absolutely super exciting yeah i'm on the steering committee for it and it's just it's gonna be so fun nice i like that perfect so since you're from the area from Mm -hmm. selma which we it's basically it's muncie adjacent it's fine what do you like most about the community obviously you grew up here and you chose to stay so what do you like the most i really like how nice and helpful people are and it's like muncie has each other's backs Mm -hmm. Like if you're from Muncie, you're from Muncie. You're you're one of ours. Yeah, we take care of we take care of each other. Take care of each other. Yeah, and I've lived other places, and it's not always like that. So uh, I like Muncie's big enough, so there's things to do, but small enough that you feel like you know people and that you've got a community and all of that. So. Yeah. Excellent. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for stopping by today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Da-dun, da-dun. So we were watching South Park the other night. That's true. Like this. Wait, wait. This is from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> it was a new episode, and it was all about Chat GBT. GPT. <laughs> I always get it wrong. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it stands for. But we uh, were watching. What does it stand for? Well, it stands for it's Chat GPT. Chat Generative Pre-trained Transformer. That's is that a, what it means? That's what it means. No wonder they shortened that. I know. Chat GPT. And the episode was all about it. Of now, it was, <laughs> set it up. Explain it to us. Okay, so they have front like you know South Park. They're like little fourth graders, and so <laughs> one of one of the dudes, Stan, is it Stan? I yeah, think, it's I can't Stan. Remember, is trying to communicate. His girlfriend keeps texting him, and he only responds with thumbs up emojis. Yeah, and he's like. And she's like, he never responds to me. She, he only sends me thumbs up. And then one of the other dudes is like... Clyde. Clyde. And he's responding to his girlfriend, Bebe, <laughs> in these big, long poems. And Bebe is like, oh, my God, Clyde is amazing. <laughs> and so it turns out Clyde is using chat GPT to make responses to his girlfriend, baby. And so then Stan starts using it and then they tell, Cartman starts using it and then they start using it for their homework and then the teacher starts using it to grade their homework and it's like a whole <laughs> circle of chat GPT and then like they have to come in and like shut it down because obviously it's getting out of control. So 
that got me thinking about chat GPT. Yeah. And I've had it on my phone for a while and I haven't actually used it because, I don't know, it's technology. I, I don't signed know what up it is. for it, but now when I go to the site, it says, no, you can't go anywhere now. I so just, it's kind of weird. I was on it today. I was on it on my computer and my phone. So I don't I'm, have the app. So maybe it's an app driven thing. Well, you have to have the app. But no, there's a browser interface. Yeah, the browser part of it thing. Too. That, like, but okay. like I said, I couldn't get to it because well, it's also, very popular right Matt's now. Matt's also 100 years old, so maybe that hey, has now, something to do. I am on the, the edge of technology. Well, speaking of Matt being 100 years old, yes. I asked it to. I've been doing some fun things today. Very important work here it's, at the farmhouse. <laughs> It's one of those days where she gets up at 10 and she starts working around no, 1 and no. then plays chat. GPT at 3 o'clock. I did play with chat GPT <laughs> around 3 o'clock. The rest of that statement is not true. But so I asked it to write a punny birthday message to my husband. We know it was Matt's birthday not that long ago, just yes. a couple weeks ago. He's turning 49 and loves bourbon and rock concerts. Awesome. All right. So this is what chat GPT had to say. Matt, on your bourbon-fueled 49th birthday, I hope you rock it like a rolling stone. May your celebrations be smooth like your favorite whiskey and as loud as a stadium concert. Cheers to aging like a fine bourbon, my love. That's nice. <laughs> That's not too bad. I like that. <laughs> you would right. never write that to me, but I'm <laughs> well, just no, saying. Well, no, because there's not nearly enough. Uh... I almost feel loved by a machine. I know. Oh, wait, I had, I had to do it again because I was not sure I liked that one very much. So I said do it again. Cheers to the whiskey-loving, head-banging birthday boy. May your 49th year be full of great tunes, smooth sips, and plenty of sweet guitar licks. You're not getting older. You're just getting more aged to perfection like a fine bourbon. Happy birthday, Matt. Rock on. <laughs> That's even better. I know. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Let's see. Oh, then I told it to, I had to print them out because I'm also 100. So <laughs> I'm going to say. If you hear, because <laughs> I couldn't figure out my phone and the thing, I don't know. And then I emailed him and it was hard to read. So anyway, I am 100 and I printed out ChatGPT just to talk about it here for you. All right. Write an inspirational message in the style of a beer commercial. Okay. Like, you know, those, like, real moment of genius. Yeah. I mean, that's from years ago, but whatever. All right. Life's too short to settle for ordinary. It's time to raise the bar and break free from the norm. Let go of inhibitions and embrace the adventure. Like a crisp, refreshing beer. Savor every moment and make them worth remembering. Dare to be bold, dream bigger, and never settle. Cheers to living a life loud and proud. I'm I'm gonna start using that to write slogans and stuff. I think I thought about having to do that, <laughs> but then I was like, okay. Then I was like, tell me a joke. Okay. It says here's sure here's a joke. Why did the tomato turn red? And then it says because it saw the salad dressing, which I've actually heard before. So okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's, that's not like too bad. A, a, asking Alexa, tell me yeah. a joke. Then I said, tell me a yo mama joke, because you know I love a good yo mama joke. And then it says, then I got chastised by ChatGBT. Ah. I apologize, but making derogatory jokes about someone's mother is not respectful or professional. As an AI assistant, my role is to assist and provide helpful information in a professional and respective manner. Is there anything else I can assist you with? So you got slapped down I by ChatGBT. Yes. yes, but then I was like, okay, so I said, tell me a joke about a blonde. Because you know a blonde joke. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the same as a yo mama joke. And it told me a j blonde joke. What's a blonde joke? Why did the blonde stare at the orange juice container? Why? Because it said concentrate. So that's <laughs> like derogatory and not respectful. So, okay, whatever. So I did those. Then what else? 
all right, I'm. You can also use it. People are using it for homework and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have always wanted to do. When back in the day when we called Audia Zuzu, right? Yes. And we wanted. I wanted to write a children's story, and I still may do this. So nobody steal my idea. But I wanted. But to you're going to give it out on the. I'm podcast. I'm going to give it out on right the podcast now. right now. I wanted to write a story called Zuzu's Petals, and it's about a little girl who walks around and picks up petals or whatever. So I said, ChatGPT. Write me a short children's story about a girl named Zuzu. She travels around her family farm collecting petals that represents positive character traits. Okay. And it wrote a pretty, it's pretty long, but it's like, once upon a time, there was a curious and imaginative girl named Zuzu who lived on a sprawling farm with her family. Each day she would wake up early and set out on a mission to collect petals that represented positive character traits. So maybe that part, not quite. <laughs> not anyway, quite as much. <laughs> but it's like, her journey would take her through lush gardens filled with colorful flowers and buzzing bees. With a basket in hand, she would carefully pluck each petal, paying close attention to the colors and patterns. Anyway, it's very... It's very good. It's huh? not bad. Yeah. Write me a limerick featuring husband and wife, Matt and Angie. They own a business called Farmhouse Creative together. They host a podcast called Gone Boss and have four kids together. Okay. That's what you put in. Yes. Okay. That's the prompt. That's What'd the prompt. What'd you get back? Once there was a couple named Matt and Angie whose business was creative, their ideas far from tangy. Not sure about that. Tangy? I don't know. It rhymes. Just trying to rhyme. Yep. Yeah. They hosted a podcast, Gone Boss is its name, and their witty banter brought fortune and fame. With four kids to raise, their time was quite tight, but being an amazing team, they made it all right. Their farmhouse was busy with clients galore, and their quick wit and savvy lit the room with rapport. A family and a business all under one roof may seem like a challenge. It's true, but it's proof that with love and teamwork, success is the key to a happy life with Matt and Angie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you enjoyed interacting yes. with the chat. G P T T. Yes. Yes. There may be a part two at some point. <laughs> I'm sure there will there be. There will because... be. Because I have a stack that we did not use. Angie's uh she's always going above and beyond. I have to go in above with and new beyond technology. If there if there's a way to do it, I have to do it extra. So that's just me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone gone boss.